Boys, how are we? Good, mate. Good, thanks, mate. Yourself? Yeah, Dan will talk at once. It's all sweet. Um, yeah. <laughs> we've got... You, you go first, Reese. You, you can go first, Reese. Yeah. yeah, no. No, you, no, no, you go first. No, you go. No, you go. No, it's all sweet. Yeah, sweet. Uh, so... We got NRL 720 podcast episode two. We actually came back for another one. The first one wasn't completely terrible, so we thought we could improve. We got rid of Fat Reese, and now we've got Skinny Reese and Carrot on the line. So, boys, how's the week going? Did you enjoy the footy over the weekend? Yeah, mate. Had a had a cracking weekend. Watched a few games, and um, mate, very happy with the storm. We got half a side now, so going well. <laughs> half a side, yeah. That's that's about all you're going to have for a bit. By the looks of it, you got a few injuries there. Carrot, are you uh, yeah, are you Carrot, are you buying grand final tickets already for the Broncos or what? Yeah, I've already bought a few, mate. Just ecstatic, probably the best round of footy I've seen for at least two seasons, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> Just enjoying a win to start the year, mate. What, what did you do to celebrate? Oh, mate, I was running around the house and trying not to wake the little fella up. It was it just just the emotion. It just it all it all um it all yeah boiled over just. It Keeping was, it in for two years of 50-point flogging, it's um, yeah, amazing. So it was 2006 all over again, mate, the glory years. Uh, yeah, it was 2015 for 79 minutes and 30 seconds. <laughs> Don't worry, I promise I am not going to bring up 2015 at all during this podcast, so you're sweet, all right? Beautiful, beautiful. We don't want to. You don't want to hear a grown man crying. <laughs> You've done it before, mate, in person, plenty of times. I've seen it a few times, so don't ah, worry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mate, uh, boys. Before we get into it, um, I saw a little tidbit the other day. Warner Brothers Movie World on the Gold Coast. They're currently looking for male performers to perform the role of Superman. I haven't seen you boys for a little bit, but uh, how's your bodies looking? Can you? Do you think you can fill out a Superman costume? I do not fit the mould. Yeah, you haven't seen my gut, mate. No good. I'll, I'll be lacking in the shoulder area, but um, <laughs> yeah, apart from that. you still got shoulders like a snake? Okay, sweet. Good to hear. <sighs> Hasn't changed, mate. Yeah, the beer belly's definitely taken over. I've got the dad bod now. So. <laughs> Actually, have either of you ever worn a Superman costume like ever before? No. No, no one would want to see me in a Superman costume, <laughs> no. I had to do it once for a dress-up party, and... Um, yeah, they're quite revealing those outfits. I, uh, I'll admit, I had to um, take a couple looks in the mirror, and I was like, "That's not going to do the job." So I opened up the sock drawer, grabbed one or two socks, and had to shove them down there. And I was like, "Yeah, that looks a little bit better now. That's we're sweet to go." Well, I thought you don't don't lie, mate. I thought you were going to start talking it up and say. Nah, I didn't need socks. It was just all natural. <laughs> it was winter. It was winter months. It was a bit of a chill on the jetty there. It was an outdoor birthday party. Yeah, it was It was a bit of a cold night, so I just had to, you know. I've heard it all. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get into uh, yeah. it. Um, which player or team stood out for you both last week? Skinny Reese, we'll start with you. Uh, well, probably Dragons just after their horrible season um, last year, so... In particular, Tyrell Sloan. Um, not mm. him in my fantasy. Oh, here he is. Oh, he's, he's already yeah. talking about his fantasy <laughs> players already. Look <laughs> at him go. No, he's the only one that done anything in his whole side. So. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. No, mate, he, he looks slick. Um, only a young fella, and he looks um, looks like he's been playing for a few seasons. So I'd have to say uh, Tyrell Sloan. Pretty good, mate. Yeah, there was a few few young guys over the weekend that I'd never really seen play before. And, um, yeah, they all looked pretty decent. They all had a good crack and uh, played with plenty of confidence, and he was one of them. So that was pretty good. What about you, Carrot? <laughs> oh, like, 
it's hard to go past the Broncos, obviously, but from a personal point of view. But I'd have to say the Knights, mate. Of oh. I had them written off. I, I just thought, you know, the way Pong was talking and leaving, I just thought it's they've just got no chance this year. Although they're going to battle for the spoon, and mate, the Roosters were pretty average, but the Knights were just. Yeah, I haven't seen the Knights play like that, and oh, geez, it's been a long time. It's been, yeah. <laughs> that's been a good five, five to ten years on. That, mate, they were remarkable. Um, Colon and Clifford were just. I thought they were New South Wales Cup standard, but both were just yeah, brilliant. So, them two and mate, my player of the round had to be Isaiah. Like, I know it's from not from the Knights, but if he's not the best lock forward in the game, I'll be. Yeah, I've got no idea. He's he's just a, he's a remarkable athlete. That man. Yeah, he was a solid fantasy player for a certain person's uh, team last year that took out the title. Um, look. Garrett, with comments like that, you're always welcome on this podcast, mate. You can come on every single week or just only the weeks where the Knights win. Um, for me, yeah, I, look, without trying to be too biased, the Knights had a pretty impressive win. Everyone's got the Roosters in sort of as a serious contender. And, uh, yeah, look, I'll, uh, I'll play it down. I'll just, it's just one week at a time, one game. You never know. We'll see if they back it up next week. But, uh, yeah, it was very positive to see uh, the full team out there and they all played... Um, Played up to their standards, so it was pretty good. I don't know if it's an influence of Joey, but their attack looked a lot better to me. They were a little bit deeper and gave themselves oh, a bit I, more I, space. And, yeah, they looked they look pretty lethal, especially on the edges, you know, Gay Guy and Best and, and Ponga and even Dominic Young. Like, they got some pretty big, strong boys out wide. So, uh, yeah, it was just – they didn't do much the halves. It was just give them early ball and let them run a bit. They didn't rely on Ponga too, mate. I think that's, that's you know – I, I keep going back to fantasy, but fantasy-wise, he'd done nothing. And really, in the game, he, he didn't stand out at all. Clune and Clifford ran the show. And yeah. Ponga was just... They could have had anyone at fullback, and they would have won that game. Like They could have literally put anyone there. So they could have yeah. put... He didn't um, do yeah, much. So. He didn't do much, Ponga, but he just... He was just around. He was just available. He was just there for the offloads and would just take a little five-metre run, sort of second-phase play. And if he got an offload, he just kept the ball moving. So he didn't, he didn't like, do any great big breaks or long runs or anything like that. But I just thought he was just busy. He was just involved. He didn't just stand out on the in the centres and just wait for someone to give him the ball. I just thought he was just busy and popping up here and there and just sort of helping and support, which is all you really want from a fullback, really. That's right. Yep. No, he had a good... Good, good round all over for the ninth, anyway. All right. Um, a new segment. Uh, our slogan is run it straight. So anyone on the weekend you thought you wanted to run it straight a little bit little bit more? Someone who maybe didn't pull the finger out and uh, maybe someone on your fantasy team that didn't score as many points in the forwards as you probably thought? Uh, not so much run it straight, but just run it. Um, Christian Welsh. Um, oh. <laughs> run at the moment, the old fella. Hey, that's a bit harsh to ask a guy with uh, what has he done in an Achilles? Yeah, no, it's a bit hard to run when uh, you've done an Achilles, mate. So, <laughs> no, I, um, I don't know, mate. All the all the boys I watched were, were playing all right. So I don't know, Kara, you go, and I'll have to think about it, mate. Todd Payton, if uh, Todd Payton should just get out there and run it straight, like his his decision making as a coach of the Cowboys is horrendous. It's uh, yeah, Todd Payton laced up the booth, mate, and run it straight and just play Tom Lolo for 18 minutes like he should. Yeah, no, good point. Um, round one overreaction or hot take? Something you'll take for the end of the season after one game? What's your overreaction from round one? Give me, give me some sort of hot take tip for, to look for at the end of the year after just one game of footy. Broncos bottom eight. <laughs> I, think, I think that's an overreaction. Beating, beating the rabbit. In round one, when everyone's rusty, I think 
they're the early crow and overreaction from Broncos fans. I don't know if we have any online, but um, yeah, I think a bit overreaction from those guys. No, we don't have any two-eyed Broncos supporters in our group chat, but um, no, that's a good one, Inchi. Good one, mate. (laughs) What about you, Kerry? Just just to say what Reese said, yeah, it's it's always easy beating last year's grand finalists straight up. It's um, it's always (laughs) it's just just an easy run, really. I I I wouldn't look too much into it either. It was all your boy. It was all your boy, mate. The the master coach, the super coach, your boy. He he wasn't there. That's why they lost. (sighs) Yeah, exactly right, mate. Um, well, I don't think there was too many uh, overreactions. Um, oh, look, I think it's an underreaction saying the Broncos will make the top four. I think that's a certainty. So, um, <laughs> I that's rest a dead set. I rest my case. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nah, we'll settle for the top. We'll settle for top six is more likely, Reese. That's probably what is right. Yeah, nah, we'll settle for top six, mate. Yeah, it's not an overreaction at all. All right, let's um, <laughs> let's 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 quickly go through the round one results. Give a quick, you know, sort of. Summary of what we thought of each game. Thursday night, season kicked off. Uh, Penrith rode home to Manly. Um, I actually, oh, hang on. I think I actually do have a bit of a soundbite from last week's podcast. Hang on a sec. Manly win 13 plus. So those are the types of takes I'm looking for you guys today. So Fat Reese came out of the guns blazing with takes like that. Manly win 13 plus. And uh, the final score was Penrith 28, Manly 6. Penrith 22-point winners there. So that was... Manly win 13-plus. Yeah, that was a, a pretty good pretty good tip there by Reese. Uh, what did you guys think of the defending champs? They uh, played pretty well with our Ivan... Uh, sorry, not Ivan Cleary, but his, but his son, Nathan. Can I just say something? Next time Reese comes on the pod, can he get a better mic? I couldn't even understand it. Mate, trust me, yours probably sounds a little worse right now. So when you listen to the playback, you'll be like... Holy shit, I need to get some oh, really? better reception. Really? Nah, you sound all right, mate. You sound good. Oh, thanks, mate. Um, no, I agree. The um, the Panthers, mate, they look solid. I think they have similar similarities in their structure, uh, defensive structure to the Storm. Like, just, it doesn't matter who's in there, who's defending. They're just always solid, good communication. Mate, I think um, they're going to be very, very hard to beat again this year. So, I pick them to be in the grand final again. Yeah, I can't yeah, can't say anything more. The resources said they're they're a phenomenal side. They're they're junior base and and the junior players that they bring through, like Isaac Targo, like mm. you know, they lost Matt Burton and this Targo, I, I think he's gonna be a better centre than Burton. His he looks like Brian Toe, two point oh runner around out there. He's yeah, he was he's strong. a phenomenal player and Crichton, Crichton on the other centre playing where he should do. They're yeah, they're attack either side and once they get Cleary back it's yeah, it's a formality that they're going to be in the grand final unless something, something drastically happens in the finals. But it's Panthers and who, for me, in the grand final this year. So I, I usually listen to, I don't know if you guys listen to many podcasts, but I listen to podcasts at like 1.2 or 1.5 speed just to sort of, you know, get a little bit more content while I'm driving around and doing the daily chores. Um, the Panthers look like they play football at like 1.5 speed compared to everyone else. Like everything they do just seems so much faster than every other team. It's just their attacking structure is so is so spot on. They just know where each other's going to be at, at what time. And when they want to play off the cuff, they've got players like Luai and Edwards who can dance around and do what they need to do. It's, their side's just so well-structured. And, 
yeah, they're they're a phenomenal source. Yeah, pretty good. Um, Friday night, Canberra beat Sharks twenty four nineteen. Bit of a feel out game for both teams. Uh, Raiders lost Josh Hodgson for two to four weeks with yet another injury. Um, the Sharkies, a lot of new players. They look like they were just going through the motions, but I think in probably six weeks' time they'll be all right. What did you boys think of that game? Oh, it was a, it was a quality game of football. I was um, a little bit worried with the Raiders having um, two sort of semi rookie centers and young Schneider as their halfback. I thought. They might take a bit of time to adjust, and but Ricky's got them playing again. I think all that disharmony that happened last year with with the boys leaving and the Pommy boys not being happy, I think it, they look settled. And um, to Ricky's credit, he's got Jack White and playing good footy again. So, how long until yeah, Ricky I, I pisses Ricky, everyone off again? Oh, it's only a matter of time. But I think he's bringing a lot of young fellas through now that are very loyal to him. I think he goes through his stages where the older fellas, you know, like your Hodgson and um, Bateman and that, they were they sort of get get a bit over him. Yeah, um, but from my yeah my point of view, I, I think he's bringing the young fellas through, and oh, I don't know if he's a grand final wing coach to come you know bloody close in 2019, but he does just does a good job. He's just a good solid NRL coach, and there's not really anyone else you'd replace him with anyway. So I think he'll be around for quite a while. Yeah, he's a good coach. He's no Kevy Walters, but he's a good coach. Who is? Who is? To be honest, yeah, exactly. Um, Reese, are you still there? I'm back, boy. Oh, here he's he back. is. What happened to you? I can just edit this out. Don't worry. Went through no, a tunnel. I'm sick of you talking, to be honest. So I just dropped out for a bit on purpose. <laughs> you just pushed the mute button. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah, no, that um, Raiders Sharks game, mate. I, was, um, I have Sharks in my top four this year. Although they lost to the Raiders, um, like you said, they got a lot of new combinations. I think they'll probably take sort of that four to six weeks to find their groove. But once they do, um, yeah, mate, look out. I think they've uh, they've got strike all over the park and um, they'll be a very, very hard team to beat this year. Yeah, I saw they had uh, Nico Hines on Matty John's show Sunday night. Uh, looks like he's already loving the, the Sydney lifestyle down at Northies. On, on, he apparently lives two doors down from there. Uh, is he going to get a bit distracted living down in the Shire now? No, nah, mate, he's had a rough life. He's had it hard. He knows, um, he knows his true values. I think he'll be all right. All right. He'll he might be, be able to afford a full yeah. set of jeans. Might be able to afford a full set of jeans. <laughs> the holes in those jeans. He's definitely got bigger than something about them. <laughs> the holes in the jeans are bigger, nearly as big as the Titans. Holes in the Titans' defence. That's how bad. Hey, 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 hey! Don't talk. About, don't talk about my third team like that, mate. Um, uh, the other game on the Friday night. Probably don't need to talk about it too much. The Broncos beating the Rabbitohs eleven points to four. Um, like I said, Kerrod's probably two weeks away from buying grand final tickets, expecting the Broncos to be there. Kerrod, um, you only had to beat a team that only scored four points on the night. So what, what, what are your takeaways from your boys, mate? Are, are they, they look all right. They didn't have Adam Reynolds, but I thought Albert Kelly and uh, Billy Walters, the, the coach's son, who obviously wasn't there just because he was the coach's son, they, they had a pretty good game. Yeah, credit to Billy Walters, mate. I there's a fair bit of flack going on. I know in the Broncos community, everyone was saying he's only there because of his dad and rah rah. But he was he was he was very impressive, Billy. And you know, Albert's not a natural halfback, and his kicking game was uh, a little bit poor at stages. But some of our decision making was poor. But oh, mate, you get Adam Reynolds back in there. I know that you boys like to have a laugh about his hamstrings, but <laughs> you just get him out there and playing. Ella Cooper Cronk in the uh, 2019 Grand Final. You just get him out there and playing and. I'm quite quietly confident of a top eight. That's, I'll just leave it at that anyway. <laughs> Reese, comparing comparing 
Adam Reynolds to Cooper Cronk is a definite overreaction again. But anyway, I'll leave that with you for a bit. We'll see what happens. Oh, it wasn't comparing. I just said we need his influence like Cooper Cronk. That's all we need. Yeah, no, nah, that, that's fair. That's fair. Um, he has been a two Is he, is he clo- closer oh, to Cooper Cronk or Cooper Johns? <laughs> Kevin, I'll let you in for that. <laughs> that's not even – I wouldn't even dignify that with a question. Was that answer to be honest? Uh, well, um, on Saturday uh, we had three games. Uh, we already spoke a little bit about the Knights and the Roosters. Probably don't need to talk them up too much. Just we're all in agreement. We've we've penciled the Knights in for the grand final year. Yeah, mate. <laughs> really yeah, yeah. I, I think I think I think I think Adam I think Adam Adam Burns definitely a premiership wing halfback. He's just a notch above <laughs> Billy Walters right now, but yeah, no, let's not talk him up too much. Um, no, yeah. no, I, no I, I, I hope they do, mate. I, I like young Clifford. He's a he's a proud final Queensland boy, and yeah, I hope he goes really, I hope he goes really well because, mate, if he's not a better player than Chad Townsend or Tom Dearden, like Tommy Dearden can improve a bit, but if he's not a better player than Chad Townsend, I've got no idea about the game, and I'll, I won't watch another game because. Jay Clifford, 10 times football player, Chad, Chad Townsend is now. So I hope he goes well and shoves it up to Cowboys. Mate, Chad Townsend, he's, uh, we haven't got to the Cowboys yet, but he's a pretty underwhelming uh, He's a pretty underwhelming player and he's an underwhelming podcaster as well. He's got a podcast out there. and mate, if you need to get Have to you heard sleep, his intro to his podcast? Yeah, if you need to get to sleep in a hurry, just put his podcast on. Guarantee within 30 seconds you'll be pushing the Zs out. Uh, horrible. Uh. <laughs> um, Dragons 28 beat the Warriors 16 sort of talked this one last week as a bit of a who cares game but you you boys were what well, you got some Dragons players in your fantasy teams you were a little bit impressed by them mate my whole fantasy team is built on <laughs> Dragons players like, I finished the fantasy night and I was real happy with my side and then I looked at it and I was like oh that's uh, that's red and white. Oh, that player's red and white. Red and white. And I've like, <laughs> a thousand of them. So cool. uh, I've got I've got Devalon, McCulloch, Sloan, and Amon. I reckon Sloan and Amon, mate. They um, I talked about Sloan before. You know what I think of him. Amon, he he didn't have a great game, but he just did enough. Sort of Ben Hunt controls the game, and he just floats around and does what he needs to do. Um, but yeah, mate, Dragons. I reckon. I reckon they'll go right this year. Top eight. Top eight. You do know there's 16 teams in the competition, like so they they have to be better than eight other teams. Oh, there's 16, is there? Uh, yeah, right, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Not top eight then. No, nah, it's not, not a not, not, not a 10 team competition. <laughs> yeah, no, that's right. I thought that was eight teams. <laughs> uh, Sean Johnson built like. I think I think the toilet paper upstairs in my bedroom is built a bit tougher than him. He's uh, done another injury after one game back, and he's out for another four weeks. Uh, the Warriors are they already the favourites for the wooden spoon? Nah, I, I think they've got enough strike there to cover him. But yeah, I, I don't know about Nathan Brown's credentials as an NRL coach. I think he's a good. I think the boys sort of like him a bit, but uh, I question his ability to be an NRL coach. Like his. I know he got the young knight side to a decent position, but he sort of took him as far as he could. And I just—it looks similar with Warriors. They look like they're there or thereabouts, but I don't know if they can. Yeah, I definitely don't. I don't have them in the top eight for that way. And with the with the combination of Nathan Brown and Cody Nikarima, they've got a solid two wins in them this season. Yeah, I, I, Wade Egan's a big problem for me. I just don't. I, I don't rate him as an NRL halfback. I think he's a solid halfback, but. 
they need a good ball running half half, sorry, hooker that can get on the front foot and I just don't see Wade Egan. I think Cody Nickaroom is the best hooker that they have, so mm. I don't know if he doesn't want to play there or they just don't want to use him there, but yeah, I'm pretty I get a bit worried watching the Warriors sometimes with Wade Egan. Oh, not not every team can have a Billy Walters in their side, mate, so you know. Abundance of riches. You've super, sub this, super, super, super sub this weekend, mate. Number 14 coming off the bench. Could be anything. Could be anything, mate. Uh, Saturday Could night be nothing, is, too. <laughs> is probably closer <laughs> to being nothing. Uh, Saturday night finished up with the Melbourne Storm coming from behind against the pesty West Tigers. Hinchy, you're a, a bandwagon Storm supporter, as everybody knows, so we'll, uh, we'll let you take the reins on this one. What were your thoughts? Uh, I was a bit concerned that uh, we're going to loose to the West Tigers for a while there. I know we had a few stars out, but um, mate, we showed a bit of a bit of grit. Um, so I was happy with that. That's just standard over the last few years. They show grit. So look, happy to get away with the win, but I think we're in for a tough year. We'll, we'll finish top four, but with Welchie out, George Jennings, um, although I don't think he's the best winger in the game. Um, I was going to say, know, that, 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 makes your team, that makes your team better, doesn't it? George Jennings not being yeah, there. Yeah, he runs the he runs the ball hard out of his own twenty, but he's pretty um, you know unreliable at times. But he's still you know been there, done it before. Um, and yeah, mate, I don't know. I reckon we won't have it as easy as this year. But glad to get the two points. And uh, I might point out, did you see Xavier Coates score that try in the corner? Like honestly, <laughs> if he's not the most athletic person. Um, playing rugby league at the Mate, he was, literally could have walked over and put it down. He dived like he was a bloody 10-year-old dancer. He could have literally just walked over and put it down. He had to do a big jump in the air. Yeah, I, I agree, yeah, I agree. You, 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 you don't, you don't give You don't give talent like that away. Like, you just don't. Like, you, you keep those types of players for 10 to 15 years, surely. You don't overpay for wingers. You don't overpay for wingers, mate. <laughs> mate, not everyone can have a Billy Walters. Um, Trust any I can. Justin Olam looks like he's improved, Hinchy. He only dropped three balls the other night. That was that was an improvement, mate. He's rock solid with his hands. <laughs> I don't understand why you keep saying he can't catch a ball. Like honestly, he, he can't win. pass the ball. He can't pass the ball. I've know? I've never seen a guy that isn't just fully drenched in sweat, like. All the time, like even pre-game, he looks like he's got six liters of sweat on his body. Like he must smell horrendous. I'd hate to be around him in the locker room. Maybe that's why he breaks tackles because everyone just go to tackle him, smell him, and just like, yeah, nah, oh man. <laughs> yeah, remember the good old days when when you played junior footy and the coach was getting around and just lathering you up with Vaseline all over your arms and legs, so it was hard for you to tackle. Oh, it's it's probably a bit dodgy thinking about that. No, that, 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 that never boys, happened. But yeah, no, that never happened. Yeah, no, that's right. I just remember copping like six kilos of Vaseline in my eyes whenever I tried to tackle people. Did he ask you to get the pants next down segment? Next segment? <laughs> 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 mate, I don't want to know what happened in Townsville during your rugby league. <laughs> mate, this is what we do. This is what we do on the podcast, mate. We run it straight. We leave nothing to hide. So. Was, that that, was that that young coach that went to jail? All I know is I played two years and gave up after that. Just just wasn't my cup of tea, the old uh, the old junior footy. I would too. I would too. <laughs> On Sunday, we had the triathlon between the Parramatta Eels and the Gold Coast Titans. That game just looked like an absolute heartbreaker for both teams. Um, the amount of times the Eels got up a big lead early, Titans came back, Eels had to get it back in the end. Um, it was probably one of the most entertaining games from the weekend, though. There was plenty of pretty good tries scored. But, uh, yeah, any particular takeaways from either of those teams? 
Yeah, I, I reckon the Titans are going to proper struggle this year. I just, really? I think they're going to try and win ga- win games forty to thirty. I just their defense in that first half was, yeah, Eels weren't even throwing that much at them, and they were just falling apart. I know second half sort of once Dylan Brown went into the centers, they lost a bit of structure and Eels fell away a bit. But their plan to get the ball to feet are just bamboozles me. They they do one out and then they give him the ball and they give him like three meters before the line. I yeah. I don't understand their structure at all with the feeder. Yeah, they, they wasted. They seem to waste it. So I, I remember oh, yeah, last I'm, year seeing. I, I, um, I remember seeing last year Cooper Cronk, and he was talking about Fafita, and they were like, "Oh, you know, how would you know? Are they using him right? Like, is he? Does he know how to play footy and stuff?" And then Cronk just sort of went off for thirty seconds, like talking about the service. He doesn't get him. They don't put him in in you know areas where he can really go to work. And they were like, "Oh, what if you? Were, what if he played alongside you, Cooper?" And Cooper's eyes just lit up and said, "Oh, mate." Honestly, like <laughs> he'd be scoring three tries every single week. Like it's just you know you got to you got to know how to use a guy like that. So, and that's the problem with the Titans. Yeah, he doesn't run a line, like, but is the, is the thing is the, the thing I'll give him. He doesn't run a line for Peter. Like you watched Liam Martin on uh, when was it Thursday, Thursday night? Liam Martin play, and you watch the lines that he runs. Peter can't do that. Yeah, I don't know if he hasn't been taught or he just. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. You can't use your feet like that, but then again, he's got to learn how to run a line as well. So He yeah, looks like I, one of those kids that was just yeah. three times bigger than everyone through all of junior footy and just would run over the top of them and score length of field tries. You can just tell, like, he hasn't had anyone sort of teach him, yeah, exactly how to be a proper big, uh, a back edge rower and sort of run those angles and sort of come in and go out. And, yeah, he doesn't really have a lot of that. He doesn't even look like he tries to fend people off. He just literally tries to just run over the top of them. He doesn't even put a fend out or a hand or anything. Yeah, that's no, I think they'll win a lot of games, Titans, but I think they'll lose a lot of games by a lot of margin too up against the better sides. Like if that, they bring that defence against the Panthers or Storm, they, they'll get 40 points put on them pretty quickly. So. Their, their edge defenders are horrible. Their centres and wingers and back rowers, it's just every team targets their edges and it's like it's touch footy. Like they don't, they don't put anything into it. I agree. Yeah. No. I agree with um, Bloody Fafita. Like, they they do three or four plays, and if nothing's come of it, they just give it to Fafita and hope that he busts eight tackles and scores yeah. a try. But to be honest, against a good team, that's not going to work. And that I feel like that's the only time he gets the ball when they're in trouble and got nothing else to do. And they, like Terrence said, they give it to him two meters from the line mm. with no head of steam and. He's useless. So, um, yeah, they got to change something there. That's and for he, sure. And he probably doesn't even know he's going to get the ball half the time. It seems like they even have trouble just, you know, trying to actually set him up and give him the ball. It was a little bit like Tommy Turbo on, on Thursday night. It's sort of, you know, every Don't time he got the ball, every time he got the ball, he had like just six defenders in front of him. And it was all like Manly were just sort of looking at him going, here, just make some magic for us. Score a length of field try. And he's like, you know, what do you want me to do? Yeah, I'll give them one thing that that'll work against the bottom eight sides, like bottom probably ten sides for feeder, and you know you imagine him running against the Cowboys edge, like you oh. know Gilbert and Young Nano. It's it's going to work for him against those games, and everyone's going to say how good he is and rah rah. It, yeah, the the games that you want it to work, it just won't work, and that's what Tommy Turbo's issue and the Eagles issue is that that just doesn't work against the top four sides. So. Yeah, uh, last game of the round <laughs> was it the. It wasn't the worst game of the weekend. It was probably the worst game of rugby league it in was. history. No, it, it's <laughs> that was that was an absolutely dreadful game. It actually was that bad that I reckon probably thirty seconds after the game finished, I went to the fridge, got myself a beer. I had to try and wipe that game out of my memory. And uh, Fat Reese was on the phone straight away to me, leaving the stadium, and basically said, 
Yeah, was it just me or was that the shittest game of football in history? And I was like, no, nah, no, nah, you're right. That that was probably the worst game I've ever seen ever. Um, yeah, I, I can't really think too good or highly of either of those teams' chances this year if that's the type of performance they're going to put out. Why don't you think it was a good game? I, like, it was a crappy game, but why are you saying it was the worst game in history? Because both teams were just, it was, you know, I said last week, I think the original name for this podcast was going to be four rucks and a kick because there's just no imagination with teams that do that. And both those teams literally just did that. They just rucked it up for four and they just kicked and hoped for the best. Like there was just, there's a reason the score was 6-4. It was nothing to do with the conditions. It was everything to do with just the players. It just looked like they were both poorly coached. The players had no imagination about them and it was just, yeah, it was just a bit of a shitty game, really. It just no, neither team looked like they were going to do anything at any point. It's like they were just waiting on the other team to make a mistake. I feel like um, those two teams. Like I was, I didn't watch every minute of that game, but I was floating in and out of the game. And I feel like every time I was watching the TV, there was a drop ball. Like I don't understand. Like yeah, your structures can be bad, but I don't understand how they can just drop it on the second and third tackle consistently. Like is that a is that a coaching thing or is that um, structure? I don't know. Like, they do it consistently, though. Drop ball all the time. I don't know how you fix that, boys. Oh, oh I think it's uh, where both sides are at. And I think both sides were just absolutely desperate for the win. Oh, <laughs> the, the doggies are going to do whatever it takes to get off the spoon. And Jake Averillo is not an NRL halfback. And I'll stand by that. The only time he'd be in an old halfback is if he had to go into the storm, like like if he had it on a Hughes and maybe spent maybe spent three seasons with Munster and um, Cameron Smith as his five eighth and, and a hooker and learnt the game. But he's just not an NRL halfback. And yeah, I don't know about you fellas, but Matt Burton, you know, there's a lot of hype around him. But yeah, look, he he certainly doesn't have the best kicking game in the NRL. That's all. Also, is the hype just coming from Bulldog supporters or one oh, particular I'd... one particular Bulldog supporter that we all know? Don't know who's oh, I think, about. I, yeah, <laughs> I think they want like you, you've got a feel for like I know how bad it's been for the Broncos the last two years, and doggies have been three or four years you know, down the bottom. So I think they just put all their faith in that this kid was going to be the, the Lord and Savior, which you know he is he isn't without a top half back there, and I don't know he didn't do anything special, he didn't stand out, but it's going to be really hard for him with Jerry Marshall King and as Hooker and um, Jake Everett as his half back to really shine. I, I, I reckon anyway. I thought Paul Vaughan was going to be their uh, their Lord and Saviour this year, but um... no, Tevita Pangai is this week, mate. He's, um, he's, he's is he in the team? Well, trocking for analysis. Yeah, he's, he's in the side, mate. He's ready for another suspension. All right, so we're we're about to go through this round's matchups. Uh, Thursday night sees the big clash: Storm and the Rabbitohs. Uh, Hinchy, your team's on the short turnaround. Um, the Sniff brothers are back: uh, Cameron Munster and Harry Grant. So they're back from their little holiday hiatus, whatever it was that they were doing in the uh, hotel room on the Gold Coast that time? Mate, no one no one has done any tests on that substance to no. say that it's anything but sugar or salt. So, no, I think they were just... Uh, no, they, one of them ran out of uh, laundry powder, so they were just um, just helping them out. They had some smelly clothes and they needed to get some laundry powder. They were well, cramping Munster up with magnesium, I reckon. Well, Munster didn't have a shirt on, so it made sense that it was like Omo. There you go. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, just before they went out, he was going to put a quick uh, load on, dry it, and then hit the town. So, um, but, yeah, each their own. Eh? It's not cheap, too, laundry powder at the moment. So if you can get it from free for from some of your mates, you know, why not? Yeah, mate, for sure. But, um, yeah, talking about the game, you, you're distracting me. Um, 
Yeah, it'd be a tough one. After what I saw, I know we got a completely different team this week, but um, yeah, I think he'll be very close. I'm going either team one to twelve, mate. If if you want to put a bet on, um, that's my tip of the week. Either team one to twelve. Mm. Yeah, I disagree. I I'm, I worry about the rabbits this year. Like young Elias might be a good might be a good halfback in two you know two years time or even you know twelve months time, but. Oh no! But just they lack direction, and Cody Walker trying to play both sides of the ruck there on Friday night. He he looked lost and injured. So I know they get Latrell back, but yeah, Latrell is not a game manager and anything. I just yeah, I worry about the Rabbits. I, th- I think it'll be yeah, I think it'll be thirteen plus Storm. Probably, um, yeah, I agree. Yeah, as much um, as I, as much as I don't like the Storm, they no, they need a halfback. You can't win a comp without a halfback. I'll put it that way, and I I just don't see the Rabbits doing much this year without. A top seven? Yeah, I'm not a fan on the Rabbits' chances this year. I think they're going to be, you know, going the other direction compared to last year. Uh, Munster and Harry Grant, it, just two massive inclusions. Uh, they, they have lost Cheese. They have lost uh, Cameron Welsh. Uh, sorry, your boy Welsh, but um, didn't run it straight because he had a torn Achilles. But, yeah, no, they've, you're looking at their side. That's a that's a 13-plus win, surely. Boys, I've got to head off. Got to go uh, razzle-dazzle on the touch field um it's been a good 40 minutes or so love your work i'll see you next time if i'm invited back 720 here we go <laughs> too easy mate have a good one don't don't pull a hammy catch you later bye all right carrot uh friday night we've got the panthers and the dragons another easy win for the panthers yep. oh no I, I think the dragons will put up a good effort mate i don't think it'll be i think their structure in place is I think they can give them a challenge. I don't think they're going to win, but I think they'll put up a decent point this year. I like their side all over. Sure. Um, their two edge back rowers, Birdie and Sewer, are solid, but oh, by no means they're going to beat the Panthers. But I don't think it'll be a 13-plus game. I think, oh, I'll take the 1 to 12 Panthers. Sean O'Sullivan, mate, ex, uh, ex-one-time Bronco. He uh, looked pretty good in the Cleary shoes. He was solid, mate. Yeah, I was very, very, very happy with how he played for the Panthers. Um with their structure in place, he, you know, he just done the basics, and that's pretty much all he had to do. He done a nice little ball for Martin at the end. So, yeah, yeah, credit credit to him. He's been he's been around a few clubs now, and um, hopefully he settles as a backup Panthers. But there's a bit of talk he might head off to the Dolphins as well. Really? Yeah, that wouldn't be too bad. Um, I guess Ooh. you know he's solid. He's no Billy Walters, but he was pretty solid. No, it was, <laughs> I think there might be a bit of a family connection going on at the Dolphins, mate. I think his I think his father. I think his father might be um, headed over there to assist Wayne, so it could be a bit of family connection there. Oh, teams don't do that, mate. Come on. No, um, no, that's <laughs> Other game Friday night, Manly against the Roosters. Roosters have a bit of a bounce back. Manly need a bit of a bounce back. Both those teams got absolutely flawed in the first round. Um, should be a bit of a closer game between these two compared to their, their round one efforts. Yeah, look, I just think the Roosters are rusty. You know, Watto hasn't played a trial. Kerry hasn't played and what twelve months mm. and hasn't played hasn't played with Walker. That was the um, that was the biggest glaring point from that game was wasn't just how well the Knights played, but I don't really recall Sam Walker or Luke Carey doing anything in the game like meaningful. No, I don't think they. Re- I, I think both wanted to assert themselves, but both weren't quite sure uh, whose side it was. Um, I think Kerry's just got to run the ship, and Walker's just got to take a complete step back and. Teddy looked very underdone too. I think I like I heard he had a bit of stem cell stem cell injections under his knee in the off season. He looked like he was carrying a little bit extra 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 weight and 
they're still going to be a top four side, so I wouldn't get too worried if I was a Roosters fan anyway. Teddy's knee's not holding up, mate. Is that why he's always ducking into tackles? Yeah, he's got to do something, mate. No, he's, he's a freak on nature, Teddy. So the amount of stepping and jig-jogging he does on his knees, so I'm surprised that they're still still working at all. And what, mate? Have you Did you get turbo in your uh, fantasy team? Is that why you oh, disappointed me? I did, mate. Me? I did. I, first, I did. First, I got first, first tip. Pick. Yeah, right. Okay. All right. So turbo. First, first, pick, in the dra- first pick in the draft two years in a row and... Oh, mate, it was a tough decision, Cleary or Turbo. And seeing the way Turbo played on the weekend, I'm, I think I may have made a mistake. I think teams might be starting to, starting to work out here to defend Turbo, but I'll wait till he plays a side that isn't the Panthers or Storm and judging them. Uh, so Turbo was your first pick. Um, that means Billy Walters was your second pick? Oh, third pick, mate. Yeah, third I pick. had to be realistic. Third sure. No, fair enough. Uh, I wanted him on the weekend. I wanted him after the weekend, Billy. I think you got a <laughs> got a cheeky six, sixty in fantasy and didn't oh, do a heck of a lot. There you go, mate. Two o'clock Saturday game, Gold Coast Titans at home to the now I guess we'll call them the Queensland Warriors. Uh, surely the Titans get on the board with a win here. Originally, when I'd, I'd done my tips, I think I'd done them. I, think I was looking at it Monday morning, early Monday morning. I was in the office and I thought, oh, I'll do my tips before I forget, and I had. I had Warriors tipped actually when I before Johnson's injury. I thought they don't mind playing up there on the coast, and mm. I thought they might. I thought they were a sneaky chance if Johnson could turn it on a bit. But yeah, I don't know. It's Ash Taylor back at halfback this week. It's it's a, it's going to be interesting to see how he performs. Put it that way. So I will tip the Titans, but uh, I wouldn't wouldn't surprise me at all if the Warriors if the Warriors get the win. Yeah, Ash Taylor's there uh, in replace of Sean Johnson. Reese Walsh is making his debut. He also had a bit of a laundry powder incident during the off-season. Um, Brimson, is he going to play this week? He must have been a late scratching last week. I was looking forward to him in second. Yeah, yeah, had tight hamstring. I, again, Brimson, you would assume, would go out in the right as uh, and play with the feeder. So, mm. again, I, I worry about that. Brimson's passing game isn't, isn't his forte. It's his running game, so... Yeah. Unless unless Sexton's going to float around and go both sides of the field, it um, that certainly worries me. But he'll add another spark as um, Brimson. But whether whether it helps the feeder or not will be the interesting part. Bad Hammy must have been hanging around Reynolds too much. Yeah, mate. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, it's COVID, mate. COVID. Oh, sorry, that's right. COVID leg soreness. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Clark. He actually went all right for the Titans. I had no idea who the bloke was, but then um, yeah, he had a pretty good game against Parra last week. Yeah, again, he's a solid hooker. I, I I don't know whether he'll... I think it was just one of those games where it was fast enough and he just passed the ball. I, I don't know how well he's going to go against the better sides. And then again, I, I had Eels tipped to be my fourth place this year. So I was, had the wraps on the Eels, but I think the Eels back line's pretty decimated by injury. So, yeah, I, I'm not quite sure how um, Aaron Clark's going to go for the full season, put it that way. 4.30 Saturday, uh, the Sharkies, Points Bet Stadium against the Eels. Um, this will be interesting to see how the Sharks actually now they've had a bit of a bit of a run. You know, they've sort of sorted everyone's positions and how they want to play out. The Eels they definitely weren't that impressive against the Titans. Um, this has probably got another close game written all over it. I reckon. Yeah, watch for Camp. I think Cam McInnes's name is 18th or 19th. He's in the 21 or 23, whatever it is now. Anyway, so mm, he is mate, too. If, yep. if, if they can get Cam McInnes back, you know, he's a He's a weapon of a player. His defense, his defense will shore up that ruck for him, which they were sort of struggled a little bit at times with Starling running the ball last week. Sort of gave him a bit of trouble. So yeah, oh, I don't know. It's, it's a toss of a toss of a coin. This one, if the Eels defended like they did in the first half, then you have to say the Sharks. But Where, yeah, surely the Eels what are they going to? What, what's the plan with Cam McInnes? Like Blake Braley's been going all right at hooker. So are they going to play him there? Is he going to be? 
Nah, he'll be he'll be he'll be lost, mate. I think he'll he'll play. I think he'll play sixty to sixty four at Lawker. Over over Finucane? I think Finucane will go front row. Finucane will go front row, I'd imagine, and I'd say that someone like Tolman will jump drop off the bench. So they got Tolman and Fafita on the bench, so yeah, no offense to either of those two, but their best days are well and truly past them. So um, I'd say a Rudolph or a Rudolph or Uwali will drop to the bench, and yeah, Finucane will go starting and. Cam McInnes, I think they're paying seven or eight hundred k a year, so they're not going to they're not going to play him off the bench, and he's too good of a player to leave on the bench. Mate, Andrew Fafita has another solid seven or eight years in him, surely. I mean, if 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 he gets another contract, it'll be at the Dogs again, surely. The Sharks, I think they're counting down the days for that contract finish. I'm pretty sure that contract's worth a fair bit. I think it was in six seven hundred k region, so <laughs> the Sharkies are definitely definitely praying that that money comes in sooner rather than later. Uh, Six thirty five on Saturday, the very helpless. Uh, North Queensland Cowboys are hosting the Canberra Raiders. I mean, a bright spot was Tom Dearden, I thought, played okay. Not really much. I mean, Hammer was, was good when he got involved. Um, the forward pack was a bit, I don't know, is, is Tal Malolo. That was a bit underwhelming. Uh, a guy you're paying a million dollars a year for just sort of still only played about 50 minutes and he just, I don't know, just seemed like he just wasn't interested. Yeah, I think there's a fair bit going on the scenes there behind all the talk between Peyton and Lolo that neither of them see eye to eye. And I just, I just can't understand Todd Peyton's thinking playing Dead and Townsend. I know that he's paid the big money for Townsend, but I think at some stage this year they'll bite the bullet and they'll just say, "Chad, thanks, but here's the reserve grade." I think Dead and a halfback, and oh, I know everyone's got issues with drink water defence, and I know it's rubbish. I know pants can be rubbish, but. He's, six, he's guaranteed 65 points a game from Drinkwater. His ability to break a tackle and set up a play, geez, they need that, Cowboys. They need some sort of spark. And, yeah, I, I, I worry about them with those two. Those two are the, um, the current halfback and 5'8". And that, that, I think if Dearden was in a better side, he'd be he'd be fine. You know, everyone's raving about Walker, but I think if Dearden had a... He started out in a horrible Broncos side and he's gone to a horrible Cowboys side. I think if Dearden was playing... Same story. If he was playing halfback for the Storm, everyone would say... He's not a bad young player, this kid. He's got a bit of a future, but it's tough for him. Yeah, he played hard. I actually, I was actually a little bit impressed. It was the first time I've actually seen Dearden play where I went, you know what? Not bad. He, he gave an effort. He actually looked like he he gave a shit. That was that was the main part I took away from it. Um, Canberra, yeah, they they got a good young young side coming through. Good forward pack. You know, White looks like he's sort of engaged at five eight. Frawley, don't really know much about him as a half, but you know, every the rest of the back line looks pretty solid, but. Yeah, that's a bit of a, I don't know, in my eyes, it's probably still a bit of a flip of the coin. Even though the Cowboys were horrible, you'd think they'd probably want to come out and, and play a little bit better. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know if I can even give a tip for that game. Yeah, I'll tip the, I'll tip the Raiders. I think that young Samoko that the Raiders got in centre, you watch him, he's he's yeah. a heck of a player. He's a heck of a player. That kid can bust a tackle. and I, I just don't understand what they're doing with Val Holmes. Like, you watch the game, and I know they put him in centre, but... He didn't inject himself in the game. They didn't inject him into the game. So I, they're paying Val Holmes what nine hundred thousand, a million dollars a year, and it just isn't working. Like Fido might be a good young player in a few years' time or anything, but he's not assertive enough, and you need to be able to control the ball. I uh, want the ball as a fullback, and yeah, I worry, I worry about the Cowboys. I just don't know what Peyton's doing. <laughs> no. I don't think that Peyton knows what he's doing. I don't, no, I was about to say I don't think even he knows what he's bloody doing. So maybe the 
It's been a very humid and hot temperatures up there. It's been getting up above like 39, 40 degrees lately. Maybe maybe his brain's just fried. He's not used to the hot weather up there at the moment. But um, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't look good for the old cows at this stage. But hey, it's round one. Plenty of games to go. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I, you can't panic after one game, but they haven't changed from last year, in my opinion. So that's when you do start to panic. If you don't see improvement in during 12 months, then you do start to panic and Oh, yeah, I don't know. When Granville looked better than Robson when Granville come on, it, that, that worries me as well. So. He probably was so, their yeah. second best player, Jake Granville. So. He actually offered something there. Was oh, I had a fair bit of raps on Robson, but I'd, I'd, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Anyway, I hope that's a bounce back the weekend for the Cowboys fans anyway. <laughs> uh, Sunday, 3 o'clock, up in Newcastle, the mighty, mighty Newcastle Knights are hosting the West Tigers. Surely this has got, oh, I don't know, 66 to 4 written all over it? No, the, the Tigers are resilient with him, mate. They're going to, um, I think that with Tim Sheens back on board, they're going to compete in a lot of games. Uh, the, the Knights have to win this one. You look at their next, I was having a look at the draw today, and their next six to eight weeks, is they've got some tough games up ahead. Um, I think they play the Panthers, Storm, yeah, that's Eagles that's and Roosters. Yep. Uh, yeah, they got, they got a tough run coming up, so they need to get the wins up as quickly as they can. They can't afford to lose this one, so. So they'll be six and zero. Uh, they'll be they'll be six and zero in, in by current end of round six. Well, mate, if they, if they, if everyone plays as badly as the Roosters did, then they may well be. So, <laughs> uh, I'll tip. I'll definitely tip the Knights. I think every man is dog will tip the Knights. They'll only be loyal Tigers supporters that'll tip the Tigers. But yeah, it'll be one to twelve anyway. It won't be. It won't be a blowout by any means. Yeah. Well, they they're named the same as last week. So uh, yeah, only positive for the Knights. Like I said, I, as as a supporter, they've been pretty like a lot of teams, had a lot of injuries to, to deal with the last few years. And, uh, yeah, if they stay healthy, I've always liked to look at the team with my bias eyes. But, uh, yeah, we'll see how they go. We'll, we'll see how they can back it up against the Tigers team. So, um, the other game on Sunday, 5.15 at Accor Stadium. Apparently that's the name of it now. Uh, the Bulldogs host your Broncos. I'm sure you're going to be having a little side bet with a particular friend of ours. Uh, mate, it, it, it's one of those games where... It's just good for the Broncos. They've got to back it up. It's, we put in some decent performances last year, and I remember we nearly beat the Panthers last year, and there was a there was a fair bit of that. So, uh, I mean, I, you know, we don't have to beat the Bulldogs by 50, but we've just got to keep improving. So, look, if we can get another solid win on the board and be 2-0, and I, I think there'll be a lot of happy Broncos supporters out there. Um, you know you're not going to hear the end of it if, if you do lose this game. This is almost like yeah. a, This is almost like a semi-final for you, mate. It's a huge game. I actually play that. I actually play that man in uh, fantasy this weekend. So it's it's a double whammy this weekend. So <laughs> could be a very interesting weekend. There could be a lot of um. There could be a few few swear words going on. Anyway, for the other. Kurt Cable. Who knew he could kick field goals? Absolutely. I don't think Kurt, I don't think Kurt Cable knew he could kick a field goal. To be honest, so uh, I think it's his first one in footy. So. Mate, uh, um, I don't. I don't think. I don't think he'll be getting another one with Adam Milne coming back. But that way, I think we might be have a little bit better structure to go to our um, field goal kicker than what we had on the weekend. But mate, we'll take it, mate. We'll take it. He's a, a mysterious man, Kirk Cable. He's got uh, many, many talents that not a lot of people know about. So no, he, he Kirk Cable does what Kirk Cable does. We'll leave it at that. So, Karen, I've got a segment for you, all right? So, yep. I know you and Hinchy and some other people that we know, you are all fantasy nerds. I know it's probably, you know, NRL fantasy comes first. The actual results are a far distant second. Have I got that right? Correct, mate. That's the only reason I watch football. Okay, fair enough. So, whenever you guys come on, I'm going to give you 30 seconds or however long you want to just, you know, 
Get it off your chest. Good things about your team, fantasy players, sleepers coming up, whatever you want. Talk to the rest of the, the fantasy nerd community that's going to be out there listening to the pod. You sweet? Yep. Sounds good, mate. All right. And away you go. Uh, probably the hot take would be do not panic, I would imagine, would be the main thing in fantasy this weekend. Uh, Teddy, Turbo, happy to an extent, struggled. Um, that'd be my hot take from the weekend is just don't don't panic and uh, we'll just hope that hope that everything sorts itself out but the big boppers were the definitely the future definitely the pain half was the man for fantasy on the weekend put it that way um, if you don't have him in your side in draft which is what I play figure out a way to get pain half in there and if you've got a quality hooker um, treasure him because there is a distinct lack of hookers in the comp so that'd be the main take um, yeah just don't panic I think, I think it'll all work itself out the good players will come back up. So that's my hot take from the weekend. In terms of a few smokies, uh, Ravalawa had a great weekend with three tries, but probably Teague Wilson. I don't think he'd be owned in a lot of sides. I think he was solid. So, yeah, that'll be my hot take. And that's my one to watch for the coming rounds anyway. Sorry, mate, are you done? I just, I just had a little, yeah, nap. Yeah, I just had a little yeah. nap then. Sorry, mate. You know, sweet. Um... No, that was good. That was, that was good chat, mate. No, I was very informative. I um I learned a lot then. I really took it all in. Um, I can imagine, <laughs> mate. We'll uh we'll wrap up the show now. But uh, we've obviously done the the view for the weekend. Have you got any any tips? Any best bets? Who do you think is going to be a, a sure thing this weekend? A first try scorer? A multi? Anything like that? You got pre prepared, or or you got nothing at all for me? Yeah, oh, mate, I, I think you've got to get on Stags, Stags or Cobo, any time try scorer, um, and probably go Cobo for first time try scorer. I think that right edge of the Broncos, like I know biased and everything, but we should have scored at least four to five tries down that right edge if the boys knew how to pass and knew how to catch the ball. Uh, it could have been, yeah, we should have put at least four to five tries on. So Cobo first time try scorer and Broncos thirteen plus multi it and into. Stags anytime try score coach three and away you go. I really want to just for one day live in the life of a Broncos supporter. It's just it just I... It's beautiful, mate. When you got when you got the best young when you got the best young back in the comp on one wing outside of Stags, it's, it's heaven, mate. Surely you gotta put money on a Billy Walters double at some point, surely. He's got he's nah, number fourteen off the bench, mate. He'll be he'll be raring to go. Just two tries. Oh, I think we'll be up by I think we'll be up by fifty by the time he comes on. So okay. the boys are probably racks a bit. Yep, sweet. No, just yeah, target out our car, nade inside. They'll, they'll be sweet. They'll score plenty of tries. The tries for days out there, mate. <laughs> All right, mate. Um, I'm probably going to have a bit of a chat with uh, Fat Reese after this and go through his tips from the weekend. But uh, thanks for joining, mate. Beautiful. Can't wait. See you next time. See you, buddy. See you, mate. On the line now, we've got Fat Reese. We've disposed of Skinny Reese and Kerrid. Um Fat Reese, did you manage to keep your carb intake down with Doritos and salsa and dip and stuff over the weekend, or did you gorge out on all the footy? Nah, more protein. I like the footy foods, get them the wingdings and stuff. So that was a good weekend. Good to have the footy back. It was good to have the footy back. Um, did you manage to use your Cowboy season tickets and get out to the game? I did watch the Cowboys, and what a disappointment! They were absolutely <laughs> horrible. <laughs> They they have got bigger problems than twenty six rounds of football. Mate, I don't think yeah. they are terrible. 
you uh you called me pretty much like 30 seconds after the game finished and I was like oh here we go this is uh this is going to be an all raw live carve up of the cows um especially being a bronco supporter and seeing them have a good win on friday night you guys always uh always put an opportunity in to uh rub it into the cowboys when they look shit out so uh i yeah. do love it when the broncos win and the cowboys lose <laughs> that's, that's got to make the weekend so much better yeah that's got to be double jeopardy for you surely yeah it's a beautiful sight right. we'll see plenty of it this year too by the way the cowboys played they well, were horrible well i can't say it enough Apart from the ex-cowboy did, and they all looked uh, pretty underwhelming. Even Big Tamalolo, oh, yeah. Just uh, I don't know what what the hell they were doing. Tamalolo, he couldn't even get back on side. I don't know if he's doing a protest or he's just unfit. Even Cohen Hess managed to be in the line, ready for defence, more than Cohen, uh, more than Tamalolo. He can't still be on a protest. Last year was the protest. Yeah, he's carried it on. <sighs> so, he's still standing there with his placards out the front of Todd Payton's house. Go and get out of our town. So I was, I, I, I'm somewhere between a true Cowboys fan and a bandwagon Cowboys fan. I've always been like, when they're good, I'll support them, and when they're bad, I, I guess that means I'm a bit of a bandwagon Cowboys supporter, being from Townsville. But um, you're a bandwagon Everett supporter. Shut up. So yeah, I actually went in with a bit of optimism this year. I thought, no, Cowboys. Uh, last year was their, their feel-out year with a new coach and some new players, and uh, they'll give it a good crack this year. Um, well, I, I talked them up last week. I said they have, I know. they're a bit of an excitement, and yeah. they score, what they score? Four points? Four, four points, yeah. mate. Four points. Well done. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I Yeah, I, I don't want to talk about it. It's... Um, as much as it delighted me seeing my Knights get up and, and how well they played against a, a big contender in the Roosters, it just was 24 hours later, it was just, um, yeah, the, the, the good feeling was I, gone. So, I'll tell you what, the Cowboys could have used Jake Clifford on the weekend. <laughs> he, was, he was sensational. I will, give, I will give him that. Yeah. He was very, very good for yeah. the Newcastle Knights yeah. and very surprising that the Knights had a win. Told you, mate. He's, he's always been a quality player. He's just been in a shit situation with a bunch of guys and they didn't know how to play him and they were in and out of the lineup. You just, yeah, now he's gone to a, a half-decent team with guys who know how to play together and that. I think you're going to see the best of Jake Clifford. He's a, he's a pretty good player. So um, anything stood out from the weekend? Uh, actually, before, uh, before we get into, I guess, some of the, the, the results quickly with you, um, I've got to play something for you here. Mainly went 13 plus. Yeah, I did say that. Mm. They were a very big disappointment. Yeah. I actually thought Manly were going to be all right. Mm. They've started this season like they started last season. But the big thing last season is they didn't have Tom Trevojevic. So I don't really know what happened this week <laughs> or last week. They were absolutely horrible. I had no reception. I kept, <laughs> I kept trying to play this game and it just kept cutting out. And I every time... Got back into it. Panthers have scored another try, and Manly hadn't. I couldn't work it out. So, apart from that, from last week's pod, we also had this little perler. Uh, roosters minus twelve and a half. Who are you going? Yeah, I'm on the Roosters. Yep. Knights were really good. I just said that. Jake Clifford <laughs> was really good. <laughs> now um, that's been my that's been the last couple of years in each different teams. That's why I don't do tipping comps. So, I did that at the start of the pod last week. Yeah, and good segue. Well done. You're becoming a professional uh, podcaster already. How did we How did we go on our tips, mate? Uh, obviously, from the Knights. I don't know. Did game. I get three? 
Well, from the Knights Roosters game, you owe me the next game of golf, um, and I guess I'll be scoring, seeing as you're paying for it. So that's that's a double win for me. Um, yeah, what did you go? Did you go two or three from eight? I think I went three. Oh, I got yeah. the Broncos, the Dragons, the Storm, and that's it. And that's it. Yeah, I think I went the Titans. Yeah, yeah, I went two, so three from eight. I went two because I went the Bunnies. So, I, so but um. Yeah, I think everyone had a terrible tipping round, to be honest. No one tipped the Broncos except for me, so no, the only, follow the only, me all year. The only people who would have had a good week of tipping are the people who watch football like once every five years. Like they're, they're the type of people in your office tipping comp that their way of tipping is they look at the two mascots and they're like, which one of these two mascots would win in a fight in real life? Like that's how they do their tipping. Yeah. I will say one thing about the Cowboys supporters being at the game the other night. Um, they do feel they were robbed because they don't know the rules. <laughs> if you're offside, you're offside. But they are robbed every single week, and on the weekend was no exception. They're does, robbed. Does it still start like the very first set of six of the game? Like, get them onside. Get them onside. Ford pass ref. <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> oh, all, hey. all the usuals. Yeah, I, I all the usual. I don't miss that one. Man. And I'm sitting in the same seats as last year, and I've got the same people in front of me. And <laughs> oh, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful time. I did experience those fans. They were they were top shelf. They um they had about yeah. ten teeth combined between about fifteen of them. Um, I'm in the loyal Cowboy supporters area. There you Great. go. There you go, mate. Um, anything else from the weekend, mate? Before we wrap things up. Oh, the Broncos. They were sensational. Oh, I thought we were going to get they away. They were sensational. I thought we were going to get away without that. Kerrod's already had a big blast about him. Um, he hasn't mentioned anything about Billy Walters, or we haven't spoken about Billy Walters at all. So have you got anything to say about him? Yeah, how good was he? He just said, I've seen his uh, press conference after the game, and he just wanted to find out where Adam Reynolds' uh, affiliate club was so he could play Q Cup this week. But since the team list has been uh, released, Adam Reynolds got a run which is okay, I guess. We'll see how he goes this week, but he could be relegated next week. That's that's good. So Reynolds is cleared of his COVID slash leg soreness. He's all good now? Yeah, Reynolds is sweet to go, mate. Okay. Billy to the bench. They're a stronger team. So Billy, super sub off the bench, 20 minutes, two, three tries? Oh, you'll probably get three, yeah, minimum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's good. He'll go, he'll go good. Yep, fantastic. He'll go good. Excellent. Um, Do you want my tips for the week? Yeah, mate, let's, let's run through them. Who have you got? Well, the Storm are going to kill the Bunnies. I, uh, yes. I can't see the Bunnies winning this week at all. Like Storm lost three players, but the three players replacing them are what Cam Munster, yeah. um, Harry Grant, yeah. like yeah. two players straight away. Yeah, we already mentioned and then them earlier. It's George the, Getting uh, and a winger. Yeah, yeah, Munster and uh, Harry like, Grant. They're the uh, the laundry powder boys. They're they're back in the lineup. Yeah, it was just a soap sub, I think. Yeah. Yeah, just soap powder. That's all it was. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, they'll be they'll be good to go. Yeah. They won't lose this week. No, I'll, I'll definitely back the storm with you there. Uh, Dragons, Panthers. I guess we're both going Pan- Panthers. Yeah, Panthers. Yep, that's yep. that's not a hard one to pick either. Uh, who have we got here? Roosters and Manly. That's a bit of a tough one. They both coming off yeah. very disappointing losses. I don't know what you boys have picked, but I'd toss the coin in that one, and I will go Manly again. Really? And yeah. Just because they might have just had an off week. They've so still got a good team. So you're back in the one-man band over the whole team of Sombrero Cap representative team of the Roosters? Yeah, unless Nick has been around this week and given out some paper bags, get the boys fired up, but I don't know. I'll go with Manly this week. 
I actually did. I'll, see, I'll go on in one more week. I actually did see on uh, Connor Watson's Instagram the other day that uh, he was doing a um, a bit of a plug on his Insta. Uh, he's now being sponsored by U Foods, and uh, just about every NRL player that existed basically commented and called him Paper Hands Watto. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, oh, that was good. He's at the right club. Yeah, that's it. Um, Saturday, we've got Titans and Warriors. Um, I'll go to the Titans. Yeah. Warriors have got an injury already early. I didn't think Sean Johnson would make round two. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. We we mentioned it, we said it, and it happened. So AJ Brimson was a late <laughs> uh, scratching for the Titans against the Eels, but it looks like he's been named this week. So he, he's yeah, a big he's in back for this him. week. Yeah, he's a big in for him. I think that, that Jaden Campbell's lucky not to be suspended. So. Well, he's got. I some, think he should have. He's got small knees, mate. I don't think that would have hurt too much. Old mate only got three cracked ribs, I think, from it. So, and a punctured lung. Yeah, he'd be right. Yeah, walk it off. You'll be right. Uh, Sharks yeah. versus the Eels. Well, if the Eels can defend because last week they played an under twenties game. They should win because they've got some points in them. They look pretty good, actually. Yeah, that's a tough one. I'll I'll go Sharkies. I'll go against you on that one. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, that's sweet. Hey, it's a like you said last week. It's a two horse race. That's it. <laughs> Cowboys Raiders, uh, back-to-back up in Townsville again, mate. You going to be there for it? I'll be there. I'll be taking the kids and the missus and, and buying we'll a ra- sit there and we'll watch the Cowboys probably fail again. But You going to buy a Raiders we'll polo? they got a new half coming in this week. Yeah, I do. I will get a Raiders polo. <laughs> I've been trying to get one for a couple of years, but they seem to run out of my size. But we'll try and get one. Run out or they just don't stock 5XL? Yeah, I'm two tags. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much size on two tags. Get me a shirt. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, I'll I'll go the Raiders on that one as well. Um, next yep. one, oh, it's probably the 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 sure thing of the weekend. Newcastle at home against the West Tigers. Yeah, the Knights will win that. Oh, I like to hear that. Um, it's it's pretty much a blockbuster Sunday, isn't it? Yeah. Well, that is the the. That is the the matinee. Is that what they call it? The matinee. I don't know which one comes first, but yeah, we'll put them on the curtain raiser. The curtain raiser. There you go to the uh, the five fifteen blockbuster. The Bulldogs versus the Broncos, mate. Um, you know, sit down you... to the family roast. Get the kids around the table. Get the TV on. The Broncos put on a show. They'll do the rest. I, I actually, I actually hate both these teams. Like, I don't want to tip either of them. So. <laughs> um, Oh, jeez. Like, both of them were in low-scoring bludges of games. Um, oh, please. The Broncos, they they didn't want to give them too much away the first week. They'll put, they'll put 20 on the Bulldogs. All right. Just because of the tipping comp, this is probably what I'm not going to pick in my actual tipping comp, but just for the sake of the podcast, I'm going to go Bulldogs. Yeah, good. It's good. I like that. Beautiful. We'll win. Yeah, we've got a few different different games there, so we'll... we'll one of us is either going to be in a decent lead and one's going to be lapping behind. Yeah, I'll probably still be winning. Like golf. <laughs> how's, how's, how's work going, mate? You got, you got any new plumbers or you got more work coming up? What's happening? Give us a, give us a life update. Yeah, plenty of work on it. We'll just keep getting, getting through it. Got the, got the boys all over the Queensland at the moment, but I think uh, we'll get them back for this weekend. They'll probably come to the game on Saturday. So is that their, Probably is that, enjoy a bit of R&R. Are they going to put it in as overtime? Most likely they'll put it down on their lie sheet, but yeah, mm. I don't really call them time sheets because a few lies get told on them. <laughs> what about Hume? He must be down for eighty-eight hours every week. Eighty-eight, yeah. I think he does. I think he probably does the most hours out of any 
Yeah, he pretty much writes down 24-7, so <laughs> I've just got to look through it and see what he actually did. <laughs> we'll get Hume his hero on for next week as well. So. Hume his hero on for next week? Is he actually going to come on yeah. or, is, or is he just going to like text it to you and make you say it? No, he, he just uh, was working on the weekend, so he didn't get to see all the games. But this week he's told me he's going to sit down from Friday, watch every game through to Sunday and give me his best player of the week. There you go. Well, well, we'll take it. Any type of influence from Hume, even if he's not going to do it himself in person, we'll we'll take it, mate. We'll just say that's his contribution. All right, mate. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this week. Um, don't don't eat too many snacks and crap over the weekend and gain another four kilos on me. Nah, we'll get the footy food going. Ready for another big week of footy. All right. Well, hopefully I don't get an angry phone call from you after another cows game, but try and enjoy it with the boys anyway. I'm sure you hear me Saturday night. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for NRL 720 Podcast. Thanks for that, mate. See you next week.